We are back to Are You Entertained? We have a very special guest on the show today. Um, the one, the only, the stunning Jessica Yeager. Did I say it right? I said it right, right? Yes, Jessica Yeager. Hello. From Chicago. Uh, spoiler alert, just in case any of our you know, listeners aren't quite caught up yet with the show. She got second place on Sequester Season 3. Congratulations. So awesome. Thank you so much. You were one of my favorites throughout the whole way. I was rooting for you. Um, and it's, it's great to have you on. Again, thank you for coming on. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Anytime. All right, so I think obviously we got to start with Sequester. Um, I have some other things I want to talk about with you because I know you're a fan of some other things. But... Yeah. I think we got to kick it off with some sequester. So, first of all, I mean, if you can tell me, I don't know the whole backstory with everything, but tell me your like sequester story. Like, how how did were you always a fan? Were you actively applying? Did Audrey reach out to you? How did how did it work? So yeah, I actually had not heard of the show, um, but I was in a couple Big Brother fan Facebook groups that's like how I'm able to watch Big Brother Canada and stuff and just because I'm an all-around huge Big Brother fan and I actually had applied for Big Brother 21 and I was kind of in the middle of that process um and then it turned out I didn't get cast and like shortly after Audrey had reached out to me over Facebook so I'm assuming she probably saw me from one of those pages and reached out and explained what sequester was and I was like you know, maybe this is a sign. Maybe I wasn't meant to be on Big Brother because I was meant to do this. And so I watched a couple episodes and I talked to Audrey and I'm like, this show is so awesome. This is the perfect fit for me. It's fast paced. I don't have to quit my job. Um, this is only five days and it's a lot more of a gamer's game and a strategic player's game. And so, um, yeah, so then I interviewed with her and I was like, let's do it. <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. Um, <clears throat> I have to, I have to say, so my family is like huge into Big Brother too, right? Like we watch every episode together. Um, my so my we like to have fun on our Christmases on my mom's side, and uh, so actually went eleven hours and we played Big Brother and uh, it was crazy. <laughs> so like I think what happened was for me because I, I I we did the podcast beforehand too, so I kind of got hooked up with Sequester too in a way. Um, so I, I like I posted about my experience with the Big Brother uh, doing the Christmas thing, and I'm assuming she found it through that hashtag, and so she reached out to me. I applied to. I am not as cool as you. I didn't get on, so I bet I, I'm a little envious. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, keep applying, keep applying. I know, I know. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's just kind of my, my kind of fun story. So I just wanted to kind of hear yours. So that was cool. So I guess, I mean, obviously you got second place. That's totally awesome. How does, how does it feel? It feels amazing. I mean, I'm really happy with the game that I played and everybody's like, oh, what would you have changed to get first and whatever and whatever. But, you know, I really don't think there's anything I would change because I, I feel like if I did change certain moves I made, maybe I wouldn't have even gotten second and I would have gotten out way earlier. So it feels good. I'm happy. Um, I really was pushed out of my comfort zone with having to give all those speeches and stand up in front of a group of people and talk like that because it's not 
the number one first thing on my list of things I love to do. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so it pushed me out of my comfort zone. It challenged me, and overall, it was an amazing experience. So it feels good. Well, you like you you said on there in your speech at the end, you're kind of shy, but you you absolutely killed it. Like you, <laughs> I I would have trouble standing up there and giving my like just talking my whole game. So you you did a great job for for sure. Thank you. Uh, so I I, I kind of want to talk about the game itself a little bit. Um, <clears throat> so they kept calling you floater, and I don't know. I I just I didn't really get that. Like I feel like floater is kind of a strategy. I, I listened to our little uh, conversation from the podcast um, before you walked in the game. <clears throat> and I know you said that your strategy was kind of to be behind the scenes, kind of mm-hmm. use some less shields, all that. And then I also loved your farmer comment, you planting seeds. But <laughs> I, I swear, like from episode maybe even two or three, I, they kept talking, you're a floater the whole game. But I swear from two or three, like you were planting those seeds, the one with Jay West and uh, that that whole deal, uh, Kevin, I think. Yeah. Um, I guess talk about that. It, it you can be a floater per se, but it's more so a strategy, right? Like talk about that a little bit. Right. I knew going in, I was going to be <clears throat> underestimated a little bit, and so as soon as I got there, and I could tell I was being underestimated, instead of trying to use like have that work against me. I tried to kind of fit that in my strategy and I knew I had to work behind the scenes. I'm not the loudest person in the room. So um, that was definitely like a strategy of mine. And I think what's hard is I watch Big Brother so religiously and I watch how that game is played. But you have people in this in sequester that watch Survivor, watch the challenge. So everybody's watching and playing different games. And I'm not as familiar with Survivor, but I realized watching, I came back and watched a lot more Survivor. And um, people are so much more upfront at their games. They sit at Tribal and they tell you every single thing that they've done in the past few days. And they are so outright with who they're working with. And alliances aren't really secret. And so there's half of sequester playing that kind of like loud in your face game. And then there's people like me who watch Big Brother and you don't tell anyone a single thing. You don't say who you're working with. You don't say what types of moves you're making. You don't say anything because that's like outing your game and people are going to want you out. So that's what I love about Sequester is there's so many people playing all these different games, but I think that also made a lot of people not necessarily understand the game I was playing. Sure. Okay. That, that totally makes sense. Um, yeah. And I, I just love, so you got to tell me about the farmer thing a little bit. Like did, did, did you have that kind of coined or have you heard that before? Or I don't know. I haven't heard that before. I like that. Um, no, I've never heard it before. Uh, number one, my grandpa's a farmer. So I knew that my grandpa was going to like hearing that. But, right. but mainly I start. So when people were calling me a floater as the rounds were going on, I was worried floater night was coming up and everybody was going to target me. So I knew I had to have a really big speech. So that like one night I was just laying awake and I, I, I felt like floater night was coming. So I was practicing what I could say, the different things I could say. And that just kind of popped up in my head because I was planting seeds. And that was my plan was to plant little seeds and not really have them blow up in my face. Right. And so, yeah, it just came to me one day. Nice. Good stuff. Okay. So I got to ask you about Jayla a little bit. So she was your ride or die. Mm-hmm. Um, you play with her throughout the whole game. But then the one time when, she, like, at the very end there, when she comes up to you and she says, I'm voting you, I just, like, freaked out. I was like, are you kidding me? 
<laughs> what was going through your head when she came up to you and she's like, yeah, I'm throwing away my whole game. I'm going to vote for you. <laughs> so really what was going through my head, a lot of people were saying like, how did you not blow up on her? How did you not freak out on her? But right before my conversation with Jayla, I had been talking to Jess, I'm pretty sure it was Dustin. And he was saying, we all want Jayla. We want to vote Jayla. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then when she came and I, so I kind of knew they were targeting her. And then when she came to me, and as soon as she said, I'm targeting you, the only thing I was thinking in my head was like, how can I leave this conversation so I can go talk to Dustin right now and let him know, vote Jayla. You guys can vote Jayla. I don't care anymore. So as she was talking to me, I was like, okay, okay, we have 15 minutes. Like, you need to hurry up and wrap this up so that I can go and leave this conversation. So I wasn't even really upset. I was just like, I got to get out of this so I can move forward. So yes, that was a surprise for me. Right. But... I just knew I always have to roll with the punches, whatever's going to be thrown my way. So I, I kind of just was like, I need to strategize with this. It's, there's no time for emotion. For sure. And I feel like you did a really good job of like, you you listen and you kind of took everything in and adapted. And obviously it's a stressful situation. It's super mm -hmm. fast paced, but I feel like you, you did a good job of taking everything in and kind of pivoting as needed. So I applaud you for that. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, so... What so what was the hardest round for you in your mind? <clears throat> date night. Date night was easily the hardest round for me because I felt like I had was starting to get a good hold of the game. I was starting to have these good relationships that were somewhat blossoming. And then Jayla came back and she was like, I'm not working with anybody. I have I I have no alliances. She was so heated from that battle match that she had just won. And so I had no idea where I stood with her and she was really like the only true, honest, trustworthy alliance I had. And, um, I didn't talk to her until the very last round. So I'm talking to all these people and I'm like, I don't even really know how to work this, how to plan this. And people, the viewers are like, Oh, why didn't Erica Hunter, Jessica and Jayla try to team up against the other four? Like, come on. But those were my last three, four conversations. So at that point it was too late and we couldn't really do anything. So that round, it was really, I felt like I was kind of, my head was barely above water and I was just kind of trying to keep my own game together. That was tough. Okay. Yeah. That, that was a, uh, that was an intense round. It was fun to watch though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see here. Okay. So I got to talk about Erica and your battle match. So like, how did it feel taking out Erica? You know, a lot of people thought she was maybe one of the biggest threats in the game in in the dancing comp. Talk about that. How you felt? Like, was it was it super stressful? What were, what was going through your head there? So that round, I knew I was either. I thought I was probably getting voted in because I had heard that Tori and Zach had turned on me and they were going to vote me. So I didn't really know, and I was stuck in a bed, so I couldn't like run around and talk to people that round. I had to cuddle everyone. So I knew it was either going to be me or I was, if it wasn't, I probably was going to get picked. Um, so when I got picked, I was already really prepared. And in my mind, I was motivating myself. I was really trying to get in that headspace to win. And when I got out there, I was super nervous. I was freaking out and we were so mentally drained. So when they said a dance competition, even though I was a cheerleader and I was really excited that it was something that I knew I was going to have a strength in. The idea of having to remember everything and do a memory comp at this point in the game, I was like, my brain is so fried. And yeah. I was—I also had that pressure of, okay, I am a cheerleader, I am a dancer, and my 
my friends and family, they're going to see this. And so if I do lose, like that's going to be so embarrassing for me. So I had like that pressure on me. So trying, I was watching like step by step and just playing him over in my head over and over and over again. But winning was super bittersweet because I knew I had to win this to prove that I wasn't a floater. Like everybody kept calling me a floater and I knew winning this was going to be huge for me. Taking out Erica, who everybody wanted out of the game was going to be such a big move for me. Um, but after I won and seeing how upset she was and seeing how she just felt like left out in the game and bullied a little bit in the game by some people in that moment, that's how she was feeling. It made me feel so guilty in a way that I was like, participating in that from taking this game away from her even though like obviously I had to I it was me or her but yeah. um yeah it was a, it was a bittersweet win I was really happy obviously but there was just that sadness of feeling bad that I had to take it away from somebody else got you yeah um and then so yeah I mean overall it was a great game uh like you said I I, I just don't get the people who throw out floater like they just brush aside the fact that floater i mean I, that's a strategy in itself and i think i don't know the the word floater is just kind of derogatory in a little bit in this type of game so i really do think you you planted seeds and you were playing puppeteer in the background and i, and I enjoyed watching it Thank um, you. yeah so tell me what life is like been like after sequester are you are you famous now like do people come up and say what's up like <laughs> how, how is life after sequester a little bit it's been awesome. It's been so much fun. Having um, people reach out to me on social media has been so great. And our cast is really close. So it's been so nice having all these new friends and this new support system around me, even non-sequester stuff I can vent to them about. And we're just all so close as a cast. So that's been the greatest takeaway of this. And then also just all the viewers, everybody's been so nice and so supportive and sweet to me. And I had to grow each out and say that it was really nice being able to see somebody like me go so far in the game because I she's shy like me. And so things like that are so rewarding. And I didn't even expect any of that to come from this. So life after the game has been really awesome. And I hope it continues to be that positive and uplifting. Great. That, that, that's awesome. Um, so I guess if you had to do it all over again, would you do anything differently? Would you do it the exact same? I know you kind of talked about that, like that question a little bit before, but yeah, it's so hard because like right. said, there's always things that I would say, oh yeah, I would, I'd own my game moves more in the beginning, or I'd be play a little bit louder, or I'd practice my speeches at the finale more. Like there are things that I maybe could have done a little bit better, but also that could have been the downfall of my game. So there probably were a little, a few things I could do better, but I, I don't think I would have. I don't regret anything because no regrets. I, re I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So, um, like, I, I, this is just hilarious to me. So, I follow you guys on like social media and stuff like that. So, and even like Big Brother, like I, I normally follow uh, Big Brother people, and just after the the show actually happens and they go into their real lives, it just it, it feels like it's just one big party. Like right after, like tell me. I saw you guys, you kind of partied up with the, with the cast a little bit. Like, is that just a thing? Like you get to travel all over and like, <laughs> like I just find it funny. Like it is that, was that just planned or I, I don't know. It's just like kind of the thing to do or what? 
Yeah, I know. I'm the same way. When I watch all these Big Brother people like traveling around, I'm like, don't you have jobs? How do right, you right. This? Like, I don't get it. So, so yeah, that is funny. Um, I do have a job. I, I can't really afford it. No, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> we we planned uh, a meetup for after the finale for us to all celebrate it being over and having us all together. So that was really fun. Um, and then we just, we miss each other. So anytime we can like have a few, like I had a couple people come out and see me in Chicago because it was around the holidays and there was like Erica and Zach were celebrating Hanukkah with Zach's family in Chicago. So they came here and I saw them for a few days. So we do try to all get around and see each other. Um, but it is hard and it is expensive and with work and stuff. So I'm trying to balance all that, but I miss them and I'm used to being with them for like when you're with someone for five days straight like that, it is, it's so weird. It feels like months. It's so hard to explain, but you have no yeah. concept of time. You have no phone, you have no access to the outside world. So you're with these people, you get such a close bond with them. So you just want to be with them all the time after. Cool. Very cool. Um, so I don't know if you like, if you had heard through the sequester wire like i know i know they retweeted it when we when i kind of talked about it on a different podcast but uh did have you heard the story of how i almost met cam in austin I don't yes. Know. yes yes yeah it was so yeah okay i i just wanted to like see if <laughs> that it was so crazy so i i write screenplays and i went down to the uh austin film fest and not gonna lie i was a little turnt uh going back to the hotel but like I look and I'm like, because at that point I, we just probably did the interviews and like you guys were filming it and everything. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Cam. <laughs> it was just the craziest thing. I didn't end up going because I didn't want to be too much of a boy. But it was, um, yeah. So next time you I'm in have, Chicago, you absolutely Cam. should have. Cameron is she's so sweet. She would have, I'm sure, loved it. But I'm the same way. Like, if I saw a big brother person across the bar, I would fangirl so hard, but I wouldn't want to go up to them and bother them. So I'd just be, like, standing there in the corner, like, oh, my God, that's Bob from Big Brother. I would be the same way. But if you see her again, Cam would love it, I'm sure. Right. And uh, it, it was, a, I don't know, it was a little bit different. Like, I feel like if the show had already, like, happened, <laughs> it would have been a little different. I probably would have. But, like, yeah. I just had to talk to her. The, the, the <laughs> show hadn't aired yet you know what I mean I just yeah. it, it felt a little stalkerish so I was like eh, I'll, I'll, I'll next time <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm I hate that I would have been the same way right right um yeah so next time next time I come to Chicago I, I promise if I see you I'll hit you up <laughs> yes I will be so upset if I know you're in Chicago and you don't say anything so please do will do will do <laughs> all right so I know I, I know you're a huge big brother fan right so I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about that. Um, so let me ask you, is it your goal or uh, you talked about it a little bit with like the, 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 the destiny type thing, but like, do you still want to get on big brother? Is that like a goal or you kind of putting that on hold or what, what do you think? I don't know. People keep asking me that. I, it was a huge goal of mine to do it beforehand. It was a dream of mine. Um, but now that I've done it, I, I love this experience with Quester. It's amazing, but I feel like, I've done it and I got that fill out of it. Um, I'm sure if they asked me it, or I'm sure I would do it. But honestly, actually, I and if anyone on CBS is listening, I really would love to work behind the scenes. Like I would love seeing the production side of Sequester. I'm like, that is so cool. I would love to be able to come up with ideas for HOH competitions. I'm a writer, too, so I'm really creative. So 
I would love to come up with that or help with casting and cast people who I think would be good fits. So I actually would love to do the behind the scenes Big Brother, just being a part of it because I love the show so much without having to be on the show and have like the scrutiny of being on the show and having that three months of not like not talking to my mom and sister for five days was practically impossible. So now I'm like, could I really do it for three months? So I don't know. I think yes, probably if the if an opportunity arose I would. Right. Um but I'm not I'm not gonna apply this year. I'm not actively yeah. going for it. So we'll see. That's cool. I, I, I honestly feel the same way. So I'm a I'm a big 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 brother fan, like I said. Um and I've applied, you know, since I've been twenty one. And I feel like I think also for me at least it has something to do with like everything that went down with uh with Mickey with Jackson and not not saying that you know because I, I don't watch the live feeds or anything so obviously I didn't really see what happened live and I, I would absolutely 100% never say any of the type of things that were but it's just like it's an edited show you know what I mean and like they can pin you as a villain it's just it's right. a little bit scary, you know what I mean like you you work so hard and you want to do this for your whole life and then you walk out and you get that bombshell it just oh it would suck so bad so i i i think i told myself i don't think i'm gonna gonna apply but also i i genuinely think i don't i can't send in a better audition tape like the one i had i will send you <laughs> after it because i want yeah. I, I think I get a crack of, uh, of it but like it's i personally thought it was hilarious and i don't think i could top it so I'm like they don't like that i i, I what more no, can you do yeah <laughs> right so i I can appreciate that, like you've had it. So cool. Um, so also with Big Brother, um, I I saw Jay West kind of talking on Twitter back and forth with you when you guys were there, you thinking about it or something. This yeah. sounded super stalkerish with you. Must have been talking about no. But no. Uh, so tell me like who your favorite who, who who's your favorite like player all time? Favorite season? Do you have a favorite comp? Those type of things. Okay, well, do you, have you ever seen Big Brother Canada? I haven't. So I, another question was going to be like, how does does it differ in any way, or like, is it, you think it's better? Is that right? Oh yeah, Big Brother Canada is amazing. Um, they just do so much more. It's crazy. Like they do the production will like prank the cast, which is hilarious and so entertaining. Like I think the entertainment value is just better. But my favorite player ever is from um, Big Brother Canada. She was on season two and then again on season five. And her name's Aika Wong. She does okay. the E! interview. So I don't know if you recognize. You'd probably recognize her. I probably, she is, yeah. The, yeah. She's amazing. You have to watch. I'll, I'll uh, send you the link to the Facebook group I'm on. And they post all the Big Brother Canada season so you can watch them. But it is. Cool. It's awesome. She's like amazing I love her she's she's so different than me or how I would ever be able to play the game so that's funny but yeah she's great and then my favorite American player would definitely be um Danielle from okay. Big Brother season eight she's she's just I don't know I feel like I relate to her a little bit and I loved how she was able to handle the game with that adver adversity of her dad coming in and causing all this like havoc and being able to work with that. So I really like her. Um, and I would say probably Big Brother season eight is my favorite season. I watched it knowing the final two. And I think that helped because I liked Evil Dick. I know that's not a popular opinion, but I think it's because I was watching and every episode I'm like, how does he get away with this and win in the end? Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. 
but so it was amazing to watch that and and I don't think ever ever another player could play like him and win so I think that's just it was a unique season what about you I'm curious um so haven't seen haven't obviously seen the Canada version I I would think my like if I were to pick the best player and I also just like him he seems like a good guy is Derek I he's, just, he's also, he's probably top three for me. Yeah. Right. Like he just played the all time best game in my mind. Uh, Dan Giesling, I think his name is, uh, he's, you know, an all timer too. Uh, they, they would probably be my top two. Um, I, I, you're way much more of a super fan than me. I don't know if I could pick a season. That's, that's way too hard, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but I would have to say Derek is my favorite player of all time. That's who I would want to, if I have to emulate somebody, if I'm in the house, that's probably who I would try and emulate a little bit. Oh, me too. And I think people on Squester would call him a floater probably, but I think he played one of the best games of all time. So there you go. Sometimes you have to play that kind of game. (laughs) Exactly. Do you have a favorite, like, I know they, they switch it up, you know, a lot, but like the quintessential, do you have a favorite, like big brother competition? Oh, I would have to say BB Comics. I just love seeing the comics themselves. I just love it. It's awesome. That is a good one. And they like hanging on that thing. Right. <laughs> right. I also like um, what is it called? The the veto competition that they do every year with the like sometimes it's like boogers coming out of the nose and they have to uh, run. Oh, but Otep. 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 Yep. Yep. That's, That's a, fun a good one. one. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um. Yeah. So what are you, so I've, I've heard different things kind of being in like the chat groups and stuff like that. Like, are you, would you be in favor of an all-star season? Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, I know Audrey's like been thinking about maybe doing all-star seasons and I, if I was asked to play, I do think I would. Um, but also again, I would love to do the production for all-stars. I think I'd prefer to do production because I would love being behind the scenes and seeing like, Erica and Cam, for example, on the same season, and like knowing if they actually are working together, if they're lying, like knowing everybody's secrets right. from working behind the scenes, I think would be way more fun. So again, I sign me up for production. <laughs> <laughs> production, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so you know, I we I found out you went to Iowa. You're you're sporting the the gear a little bit. I have to ask a little bit about it. Um, so I guess what did you I, I, I listened back to the old uh, interview we had and uh, you kind of have to go into more detail, I guess, maybe. But like what made you pick Iowa? I know you're from Chicago. Did mm-hmm. you was that did you major in like something business related or did did you just want to go there? Because you know, I know it's a big like turn up school. Or, like what, what made you pick <laughs> Iowa? There's actually so many reasons. I'll try to keep them brief, but. The number one reason is I'm a writer, and their writer's workshop is the number one in the pro- like number oh. one program in the country. Yeah, the writer's w- workshop's amazing. So that was huge for me. I uh, got a writing certificate and an English degree there. So I wanted to go to a school that was really good and strong in writing. Um, right. The other reason was because my high school was brand new in my hometown. We only had freshmen and sophomores my freshman year. So my school spirit was very week like our high school just did we didn't have traditions we didn't have any of that and University of Iowa's spirit is insane I visited on campus and every single person I talked to was like this is the best school of all time like it's it's almost like a cult like everybody that goes there loves it for the rest of their lives is so invested and I'm like I want that because I didn't have that in high school so 
those were a couple reasons. And then I had friends that had gone there and so, and I, I loved the area. So there's a bunch, but yeah, I loved Iowa. <laughs> so cool. So you talked a little about the writer's workshop. It's insane because when I was down in Austin for the film fest, I don't know if you're a Game of Thrones fan. Do you like yes. Game of Thrones? Yes. Okay. So uh, D.B. Weiss and David Benioff, right? They, one of them, I, one, I, I don't know which one. I don't want to get it wrong. But one of them went to grad school at Iowa for the writer's workshop. Wow. wow. I didn't know if you knew that. Yeah. So they were actually in, in Austin when I was there. And I worked up the courage to go and talk to them. And I actually got a picture with them. Wow. Were they nice? It was, yeah, super cool. Uh, so the only thing was like, for writers, it's like all about like diversity and like Game of Thrones. Didn't really have that a lot. So mm. there was one question in a in the Q and A where someone stood up and they basically put them on blast and they're like, "Why didn't you have people of color?" Like I felt so bad for like like I mean obviously it's a question you asked, but I think they were kind of like a little bit timid. And, but they were super cool and I appreciated it. Um, I mean, being a screenwriter and Right. Being a screenwriter, like I would love to be on their team. So I had to had to shoot my shot a little bit. So that was so <laughs> cool. What do you write? So do you, do you write like just um, poetry and like what, what, what do you write, I guess? I write fiction. I don't what, really have novels? a genre I stick to. What'd you say? Sorry. Uh, novels or? Yeah, not uh, sh short stories. I've worked on a few novels. I haven't had anything like concrete finished. Um, I'm like in the middle of a novel right now that I've been working on for probably two years. And I just, I'm like, uh, I'm such a perfectionist when it comes to my writing. I'm sure you are too. I feel like all writers are such perfectionists. My, my pieces are never done, even when they're published. Like I just had a short story published uh, recently and I'm like, I still am like, it's not finished, it's not perfect. So yeah, I... Uh, so I, cool. Awesome. I said congratulations. That's so oh. cool that you published. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you ever like want to dabble into the screenwriting realm, hit me up. I would love to collaborate and that'd be fun. Oh my so. gosh. I would love that. Absolutely. I've always wanted to get into screenwriting, but I don't know where it's, to even start. <laughs> it's definitely a little bit different. So I, after watching Game of Thrones, like I kind of had an idea for like a novel and I've never done that. And mm. just... I, I tried to start and oh my god it's just so hard like there's <laughs> so much detail you have to get in and I mean scripts you have to be detailed too it's just it my brain works in script format so it would be cool to kind of pick your brains and like you know something like that so very cool yeah uh, let's workshop sometimes yeah for sure that would be awesome that would be awesome so uh stay, staying kind of with the Iowa State thing did you become a fan of like football basketball oh yeah I'm not a huge football person like I'll watch it if it's on right. or I'm with other people but I'll, I don't really follow it but Iowa football Iowa basketball I I'm a huge supporter of like any Iowa sports just because it is so fun um yeah. tailgating like the Iowa Iowa State game is such an experience I wish everybody could experience <laughs> it is so crazy and so much fun and so so much passion like right. people are so excited and happy to be rooting on their team so I love just being a part of that for sure for sure I have a hilarious story I don't think I told you in the last time we talked this story I know I know I said the Iowa State game was kind of like yeah. a drunken experience a little bit I know I told you that <laughs> but, so I was there it was pouring down rain I don't know if you remember that 
and there was rain delays. Oh gosh, was this in Ames or Iowa City? It, it was in Ames. Okay. This, this last... Okay. Oh yeah. So yeah. I was got a little. So my mom was there. She went to Iowa State too. So right. So she was with her sorority friends. So this is gonna like look weird, but like. The tailgates are all the way over here, and where she was at was, like, on the other side of, like, almost close to Hilton Coliseum, so it's, like, all the way over. And so I had – I brought my own cooler, right? I drunkenly traveled all the way by myself, So and I somehow, by the grace of God, met her. I don't know how. And then uh, – so she's with a friend of hers, and she's, like, putting on this tailgate, and I know her, and she's, like, this big wig at, like, this big company in Des Moines. And she's super cool and everything. And so she realized I was drunk. She tried to give me food. <laughs> and I didn't even know this until the next day until my mom told me. But I may or may not have accidentally whipped her in the face with a brat. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. I guess. I don't know how. I <laughs> yeah. So. That's just what comes with the Iowa State tailgates. You got to be prepared for anything and everything. <laughs> right. right. It was, I felt so bad the day after when she told uh, me, but I was like, oh my God, so stupid. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so do you, do you, uh, if you want to tell, you know, your, your discretion, but do you have any fun Iowa State, Ames, Iowa City, Iowa stories? I have more Iowa City stories. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I haven't had good experiences in Iowa City. Oh, no. bad, bad things happen <laughs> when I get there. Were you wearing Iowa State apparel? That's probably what you No, it wasn't even that. There was one time I didn't even drink, and I had to help a buddy out, let's just say, in a sticky situation. <laughs> so that wasn't very fun. But, uh, yeah, I just... There was another time we went, it was in the winter, because I, I majored in journalism, and so we yeah. went and uh, we were covering, and uh, it just, I don't know, it wasn't very popping when we went, so that part, but I need to go to Iowa and actually, like, have a great time like I did in Ames. So, I mean, I wanted to, I was going to ask if you had kind of any crazy experiences or anything. I'm trying to think, oh gosh, I have the worst memory, and the memory during Iowa, I would stay is probably even worse. so. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, let me see. I've, I've actually never been to Ames. I've always wanted really? to go. And I almost went this past year, but it just ended up not working out. Right. Um, but I do want to go because I've heard it's so much fun. And I actually, I really wanted to go one year for, uh, what do they call it? Fisha? Oh, Fisha. Fisha. I was I, also there the year when they RIP'd Fisha. Yeah. That's the year I was going to go. And then, it was insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that was honestly one of the craziest nights of my life. Uh, the, the the light poles went down. Uh, cars, cars were flipped. What's that? And cars were like flipped over and on fire. I was like, there's riots going on. What is happening? <laughs> so I was in the street and uh, we were about ready to go somewhere else. And we're about to cross the street, right? And a light pole goes down. And we're like, all right, it's probably time to go. So we, we like across the street. And I swear to God, I ye I hear someone yell, I think that guy might be dead. <laughs> what? And so we like got out of there. <laughs> it was insane. Oh, yeah. my Lord. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I'm, I'm like kind of glad I didn't go, but also kind of like I wish I had that experience. But it seems yeah. like a once in a lifetime situation. Right. Well, <laughs> you have the open invitation. You're welcome. Any, I'm in Des Moines, but it's only a quick 30 minutes. So if you ever want to go, hit me up and we can, we can go. It'll be fun. All right. So, I'm there. Um, Next Iowa State game, I will be there. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. Um, and then, so you're a Chicago person. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a Chicago Cubs fan, so I got to ask you, I, how do you feel this year? Are you feeling good about the, about the Cubs? Um, I, I am. I, my family is are huge Cubs fans. I'm like the least of my family that follows it. But since I live in the city, and actually my boyfriend lives in Wrigley, so I'm there all the time. And um, I've developed more of being a fan of the Cubs. And I just don't want to root for them too hard because I don't want to ever get disappointed. But they have been doing good. So I'm going to hope this season is a uh, – we're going to be building back up from that little – last season was like a little whoopsies, and we're going to be back to being good. <laughs> yeah. The the last time we talked, I know they had – it was, they just missed the playoffs. Like, it was – they weren't going to make it. So that was disappointing. But. Yeah. But hopefully- and then I got to ask you another little Chicago oh, – I'm sorry. Go ahead. I would say with the years with the years to come, I'm sure they're gonna grow and be back to winning championships. <laughs> Definitely. So another little uh, Chicago little tidbit: Are you a Lollapalooza person? Oh gosh, I was uh, yeah. back in high school, but okay. it, I, I definitely outgrew it. Uh, it's a lot of like crazy. 15 and 16 year olds doing drugs for the first time like and and when I was 15 and 16 I'm like oh whatever this is cool this is fun and now like I go and I see these kids like going crazy and I'm like I'm like the mom I'm like oh my gosh are they okay do they need water like this is so too much so for me now it's like meh. unless there's someone I was really dying to see and it's so expensive right. I, I probably I will avoid it but I did go in my, in high school and stuff good stuff Good stuff. I've never been to Lollapalooza. I've been to, there's like a hip-hop guy, and there's a hip-hop fest in Minneapolis. And that's really the only, like, festival. I've, and I, I, like you said, once you've done it, like, mm-hmm. I don't think I need to do it again. I don't I don't need the moshes. I'm, I'm there for the music. Yeah. So last time I remember getting pulled on, and I, oh, my God, I was ready to fight somebody. It was, yeah, so I totally feel that. that it gets annoying, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I think that's all I have for you. I mean, thank you so much for coming on. It was great talking with you. Um, oh, and you, you killed it second place. I'm excited <laughs> to see where uh, Sequester goes from here. So um, I don't know if, like, you're allowed to answer me this or whatever, but, like, is it is it supposed to – because it's on YouTube, Sequester, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I heard something that it might be going to Amazon Prime. Is that yes. true? Yes. Okay. yes, it will be on Amazon Prime. I'm not sure when exactly – it should be sometime soon. I think uh, probably within, don't quote me on this, I'm not sure, but probably within the next month or so, it'll right. be on Amazon Prime, which is so exciting. That's huge. Yeah. For that, that is so cool. I mean, so many more eyes and ears will be on the show. So cool. Very cool. All right. This is Jessica Yeager. Thank you for coming on. And we'll be back for more. Awesome. Thank you so much.